Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to look at this week's news, March 16th. And sadly, the top of our front page is about a fire. Maybe five minutes ago, our photographer, Michael Koff, got a page on his phone, he's also a volunteer fireman, that the fire at 102 Prospect Terrace in Altamont had rekindled itself. So we see it over there now, and we'll update you on our website as we find out more. Um, fires are always sad. This one, fortunately, was a vacant building. The firefighters had to battle both wind and cold, and it was difficult to get to the hydrants because snow was covering them. We had had two feet. The day before, it broke out at about 4 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday. At the bottom of the page is a much happier story. I got to interview one of my heroes, Alvin Breisch, who for years has commented on natural phenomenon for stories in our newspaper. And he's just come out with a new book looking at um, amphibians and reptiles. It's called The Snake and the Salamander. And I just learned so much from reading his book and talking to him about creatures that are right in our midst that we hardly pay attention to that are very, very important for our ecosystem and just fascinating in their own right. On the cover is a green frog, and Marcello, when he was a boy, had one of these that was blue. And I found out why it was blue, and you can too if you read our newspaper. Turning the page, it's topped with a beautiful drawing by Carol Coogan. And the editorial, I got the inspiration by listening and watching a video of a speech that Congressman Paul Tonko made as the House is debating the GOP proposal for the new health care plan that is woefully inadequate when it comes to mental health help and the featured boy in the story was 12 years old, Timothy Eau Claire, when he took his own life. His parents were unable to get the help that he needed. They even disowned him, although they loved him very much, so that they could get the Medicaid coverage, but um, it wasn't enough, and to go back to those dark times just seems unconscionable to us. Our letters pages is led with three letters this week that are um, in response to the letter we had in this spot last week. Um, that letter writer was angry about an editorial I had on transgender bathroom. These uh, writers are supportive of the idea and raise some important issues on um, how we should function as a community. Underneath that, we have a letter from Michael Nardacci um, for an upcoming hearing. It's been postponed because of Tuesday's snow. It'll now be rescheduled in April on the Stewart's Project, which would replace Smith's Tavern, a beloved gathering place in Voorheesville. More letters. These two involve an ongoing controversy in the town of Bern on a road, stage road, that is closed seasonally and is accessed by another avenue. But it's certainly brought up fault lines in the um, political landscape there. On a happy note, there's a Maple Festival coming up. 
and it's, you can see it was crowded last year. We hope it is again this year. Plenty of pancakes, as much as you can eat, raise funds for the Kiwanis, and douse them in locally produced maple syrup. Here we have one of the best columns I think Michael Seinberg has ever written. It's got good advice for all of us. We hope you read it. Caregiver's Corners, as always, has useful workshops coming up. This one on planning for retirement and also on becoming a health advocate. The Old Men of the Mountain, their conversation focused on self-reliance. And there's some pretty interesting anecdotes in that one. Turning the page, we have several different um, letters from Gilderland, as well as a news item on a, an ongoing tradition now to have a golf tournament in honor of the late Doug Lawton. Um, a thank you for the highway crew. Um, another proponent for the proposal pyramid has to put a hotel next to Crossgates. Someone responding to our story on um, a textbook and not liking the idea that um, such things are discussed in English class, advocating staying with things like diagramming sentences and understanding grammar. We have a letter from Jim Pickett, who's a walker and has some very strong suggestions on how sidewalks could be improved to make a Gilderland, Gilderland a more walkable community. Two of our most frequent letter writers here from Knox uh, are still on opposing sides of, of issues that are ongoing there. And we have a plea from Linda Smith for donations to the Hanacroy Rural Cemetery. Like many, many small cemeteries, um, it is in need of backing in order to maintain itself. The story on this page by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer looks at what would become if it goes through the first solar, large solar farm in Gilderland. And it's being proposed by Veto Vatulis off of Curry Road. And you can see it's a large expanse. And he looks at it as farming with a crop that lasts all year and says it has a good buffer of trees around it, so it would hardly be noticed by neighbors. Another story out of that same meeting by Elizabeth, a proposal for replacing this um, building, which houses Twinkling Stars Nursery School. If you're familiar from going by on Route 20, it would become, if this goes through, an apartment and office building. On this page, I attended the Voorheesville School Board meeting this week, and they named, by unanimous choice, a new superintendent of finance and operations. And here he is getting applauded, Francis Riley, with his wife by his side. And I had a fascinating interview with him the next day. He's not your typical educator. He thinks a lot of the business side um, of schools has come from accountants and people with business degrees. And he came up through the teaching ranks and um, thinks he speaks the language and has um, the kids front and center in his dealings. Turning the page, we have a story by H. Rose Schneider. In Westerlo, they have postponed again their solar bill, and they will have another meeting next Tuesday with hopes of finishing what needs to be hammered out to make that into a law. She also photographed a wall of honor for veterans in um, the town, which I'm think must have been a lot of work <laughs> and it really turned out well. Dennis and Sue Fancher have put that together. The Odyssey of the Mind team from Voorheesville 
several teams went and did very well regionally. We pictured the two first place teams who will go on to state competition. Congratulations, and we wish them the best. Elizabeth was stopped by a howitzer along Route 20, took a picture and found out why it's there. She also looked into why the second day schools were closed in a row, um, both Tuesday and Wednesday in Gilderland, even though the roads were cleared, the buses were snowed under. They were up and running today. At the burn meeting, there were more there was more discord over Stage Road, but also a lovely moment where this little girl um, was recognized for her work in bringing attention to a rare disease that she has, lymphedema. We commend her for her work. Um, Phyllis Johnson had a corker of a column on <laughs> looking forward to the big snowstorm, and we illustrated it with a picture of Altamont on its way to digging out the day after the storm. The libraries, as always, are very, very active in Bern. The ladies are painting Easter eggs in Bethlehem. These young women have volunteered to make decorations for the Good Samaritan Nursing Home, and if it only were in color, you could see these butterflies are bright and beautiful. We do have color here illustrating the dance-a-thon held at Voorheesville to raise money for the $200,000 playground. And in one night, they raised $48,000. This came in part from student pledges, and the student contributions were matched by the Voorheesville Community and School Foundation. So they are on their way. Um, BKW is looking at a $23 million budget with an $86,000 gap, but they're not too worried about the gap at this point in hopes that the legislature will have more state aid in the budget than the governor has proposed. Facing that, we have the fire story. Um, two firefighters, an assistant chief from Gilderland, Mike Dempsey, and the chief from Altamont, Paul Miller, were part of a whole line of firefighters sitting on a bank, exhausted from their work and looking at the ruin. This picture was taken of the fire as it burned by Dan Dimes. He owns the Altamont Country Values right next door. And when we talked to him Wednesday morning, a few hours after the fire was out, he was very relieved because he has a propane tank that could have really affected the whole village had it caught fire. He sustained, sustained some damage to his pallets of mulch and also um, to his delivery truck, but was feeling grateful for the work the firefighters had done. A reader sent us this picture she had taken the week before. Thank you, Shannon, that shows the vacant pizzeria that stood um, where the fire took place. It was a row of buildings. Um, the Gilderland players at Gilderland High School this weekend are putting on another musical that appears to be <laughs> as much fun as usual. Um, the director, Andy Maycock, told Elizabeth that it's a little dated, so the kids had some fun making part of it tongue-in-cheek. It's how to succeed in business without really trying. Events in the area are varied. We featured in a story by Tomas Gomez um, the Underground Railroad Project, a couple we've followed for years, Mary Liz and Paul Stewart. 
Um, and they put out an annual convention and the topic this year looks fascinating and we urge people to read that and even to attend. Turning the page, we have more of Al Bryce and he'll be coming in for a podcast this week so you can hear him talk about all manners of animals and why it's worth our knowing about them. For instance, this is an unturtle-like turtle, the spiny soft-shell turtle. It doesn't have a hard shell like most turtles and it goes fast. Been clocked at 15 miles an hour. It goes fast in land and it goes fast in the water. This is another, um, they're beautifully illustrated in his book by uh, Matt Patterson, who does for salamanders and other, you know, reptiles. He does what Audubon did for birds. He puts them in the natural environment and shows you how they look. This rat snake is often mistaken in its infancy for a milk snake. It totally changes its look when it grows up. Next to that, we have something new for Altamont, a barber. And he's a master barber. His name is Derek Toussaint. And I just learned so much about the barber culture I hadn't known when I talked to him. For instance, did you know that barbers have barber names? His name is D. Cuts. And he has a barber he loves from Chicago he follows on Instagram named Lost Cut It. And they got together at a recent convention and shared professional tips. So Saturday morning, Mike Vincent from Byrne walked in for a haircut. He's getting ready to celebrate his 50th wedding anniversary. Congratulations to the Vincent, and we know his hair will look good. Thanks to Derek. Turning the page, we have some interesting things on our um, blotters crime page. Elizabeth did a story about a postal inspector, and it turns out it's the oldest law enforcement agency in our country, and they have the ability to make arrests. Um, another interesting story by Rose Schneider about a car parked in Thatcher Park where the deputy smelled pot and the driver said, nope, you need a warrant to search. So they brought in a trained police dog who signaled that there was marijuana and the search went on. But the story looks at probable cause and what citizens' rights are when they're approached in a situation like that. We have two obituaries this week, and they're certainly worth reading. Many legal notices, and again, we urge people to keep up with their local news through our legal notices to find out about goings-on in your own community. And then we conclude with a hearty hurrah for the Voorheesville Boys Volleyball Team Regional Champs. And there's no state championship, so they're at their pinnacle. And we especially commend their coach right here, Adrian Mikalski. He, with his two triplet brothers, graduated in 2006 when they also led Voorheesville to volleyball glory. And he came back as a coach. And since then, the team has done very well. So with that, we conclude both our tour of the newspaper and of our winter sports season. Next week, we'll have a look back at the best of the season before starting with spring. Good day.